You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. Operation Icarus spreads to banks outside the Greek-speaking world. The Panama Papers are about to be released. Last week's big email compromise appears to have been less than met the eye. Willingness to pay keeps the ransomware criminal market strong. Last week's results give investors in cybersecurity companies a case of cold feet. And wait, GCHQ says don't be so fast to change your passwords. I'm Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Monday, May 9th, 2016. Anonymous persists with its colleagues in Ghost Squad with Operation Icarus, the campaign to punish the world financial system for what the hacktivists describe as crimes against humanity began in Greece, then hit Cyprus, and now has moved up the Adriatic to Bosnia, out to the English Channel to a Central American beachhead in Panama and into Africa by way of Kenya. The hacktivist's principal tool continues to be denial of service. The International Consortium of Investigative Journalists, the ICIJ, which has been accumulating and leaking the Panama Papers to the Süddeutsche Zeitung and other outlets, has made a searchable database of those papers available online this afternoon. Personal information thought potentially valuable to criminals or unduly injurious to individuals' privacy will be redacted or otherwise rendered inaccessible, the ICIJ says. The Panama Papers were obtained by someone using the pseudonym John Doe, whose manifesto appears on the ICIJ site. John Doe's identity is unknown, at least to the wider world, and is being protected in the interest of John Doe's safety. His manifesto includes a call for transparency wrapped in familiar progressive tropes about capitalism's shortcomings. Transparency has indeed found some resonance among policy elites. 300 of what The Telegraph calls the world's most senior economists, hailing from some 30 countries, have signed a letter to world leaders decrying tax havens as serving no economic purpose. The full database was revealed at 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time today. We expect a massive denial-of-service condition to begin around 1.45, and so it apparently has. We hope the ICIJ has signed up for a lot of surge bandwidth. We'll follow up tomorrow. The industry press has settled down over last week's splashy announcement of 270 million-plus email credentials up for sale on the black market. What Hold Security said from the outset has sunk in. This wasn't one big data breach, but a collection of a number of old leaks pulled together by a Russian Malchik who wanted a buck and a little social media love. So no need to hop to it and change all your passwords ASAP, but one good reminder does emerge from the sound and fury. If you reuse the same password everywhere, it would probably be a good idea to stop. 
Although pushed out of the headlines a bit by DDoS and doxing, ransomware and other forms of online extortion continue to threaten Internet users. A Kaspersky study points out the agility of ransomware, with 2,896 new variants observed during the first quarter of 2016. This represents a rise of about 14% over the previous quarter. Willingness to pay appears to have made a powerful contribution to the rise of this criminal market. The cyber war against ISIS has been noteworthy recently for the openness with which the U.S. has discussed its operations and objectives. But it turned coy late Friday as Colonel Steve Warren, spokesman for the Operation Inherent Resolve, the overarching name for U.S. action against ISIS, took to Reddit with an Ask Me Anything session. He was asked about cyber operations, and the answer he gave was a riff on the old Fight Club movie. The first rule of cyber operations, we never talk about cyber operations. The second rule of cyber operations, never talk about cyber operations. In an apparent move to distance itself from suspicion of collaboration with security agencies, Twitter has told Dataminer, the social media analytics startup in which Twitter holds a 5% stake, to stop making its near-real-time social media data available to the U.S. intelligence community. This arm's-length relationship is likely to continue at least until the relevant law is more settled. We spoke with the University of Maryland's Ben Yellen about how law tends to lag technology. We'll hear from him after the break. Last week's results reported from the security sector disappointed investors and sector bellwethers FireEye, Imperva, and CyberArk share prices took a corresponding hit. Analysts wait to see whether this represents a temporary setback, a correction, or a secular trend. Finally, if you were among the many who changed your password in haste last week because of the Malchik sale of 270 million miscellaneous email credentials and stuff, maybe you did so prematurely. Over in the UK, GCHQ's Communications Electronic Security Group pointed out that changing passwords can have a downside. Quote, It's one of those counterintuitive security scenarios. The more often users are forced to change passwords, the greater the overall vulnerability to attack, the agency said. Quote, most password policies insist that we have to keep changing them, and when forced to change one, the chances are that the new password will be similar to the old one. Attackers can exploit this. New passwords are also more likely to be forgotten, and this carries the productivity cost of users being locked out. CESG now recommends that organizations do not force regular password expiry. End quote. So there you have it. And Russia Today republished CESG's advice with approval. But wait a minute. A British intelligence service and a PR arm of the Russian government agree on password advice? As one of our friends in a tinfoil hat tells us, of course they do. And now, a word from our sponsor, Zscaler, the leader in cloud security. Cyber attackers are using AI in creative ways to compromise users and breach organizations. In a security landscape where you must fight AI with AI, the best AI protection comes from having the best data. Zscaler has extended its zero-trust architecture with powerful AI engines that are trained and tuned by 500 trillion daily signals. Learn more about Zscaler Zero Trust plus AI to prevent ransomware and AI attacks. Experience your world secured. Visit zscaler.com slash zero trust AI. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? 
With the largest network of trust centers, Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com slash cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. Benjamin Yellen is a senior law and policy analyst at the University of Maryland Center for Health and Homeland Security, one of our academic and research partners. Ben, when it comes to our privacy and our digital devices, I think it's interesting to note that our mobile devices have a different status than other things we might be carrying on our person. Yeah, it does. So there was this landmark Supreme Court case a couple of years ago, Riley v. California, in which the police incident to arrest tried to search the digital contents of Mr. Riley's cell phone. And the Supreme Court held that you cannot have a warrantless search and seizure of the digital contents of a cell phone during an arrest. So this is different than, say, you know, a knife that you have on your body that can be used in evidence because it was part of a search incident to arrest. I think this goes to the broader point that the Supreme Court is struggling with how to adapt to new technology. I think they have recognized in this case and in other cases that because of how much information is on our cell phone, how much personal information is on our cell phone, there is a reason to have enhanced privacy protections under the Constitution. It's not just a physical device that's in our pocket. It's a device that has private and revealing information about us. So unless there was some sort of razor blade attached to the cell phone, it's not something that can be uh, seized as something that was searched incident to an arrest. What can the government compel me to do? Can they make me reveal my password? Can they make me reveal where a particular file is located on my PC? Sure. So they can compel you to do that, but they do have to get a warrant, which is means that they need some sort of probable cause that you're committing a crime. That is different than seizures or searches or seizures of physical items that can be taken from you even if you're stopped, say, for you know having a defective brake light or uh, for speeding in traffic. So it is a heightened standard. If you are committing a crime and the government does have probable cause that you're committing a crime, they probably will be able to compel you to unlock your phone, to uh, reveal information on your phone, but it is a, a it is a heightened standard. Ben Yellen, thanks for joining us. And if you have any questions for Ben or any of our academic and research partners, you can send them in to questions at thecyberwire.com. Struggling to secure on-prem apps with modern identity? Don't worry, you're not alone. Join industry leaders from Fortune 500 organizations to secure your apps on any cloud with any IDP, regardless of your environment's complexity. Meet Strata's identity orchestration platform, Mavericks. Say goodbye to the headaches of app refactoring and legacy tech debt. With identity orchestration, you can modernize legacy apps to use MFA or passwordless authentication in a few weeks, migrate from one IDP to another, and so much more without changing the app. No matter your IAM use case, Strata extends the value of your current identity investments. And the best part? You can try it for free today. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire to share your biggest identity challenge. 
and they'll hook you up with a complimentary pair of AirPods Pro. Don't miss out. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire. That's strata.io slash cyberwire. And that's the Cyberwire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Hey all, Rick here. At N2K Cyberwire, we're dedicated to continuously improving the quality of the news and commentary on our network. That's why we're inviting you to participate in our 2024 audience survey. It only takes a few minutes, and your feedback is invaluable. Plus, you'll have the chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card as a thank you for your time. Head on over to cyberwire.com survey. That's cyberwire.com survey to share your feedback now. <laughs>